mountains are still being moved. Hello, and welcome to Raising the Standard with Pastor Owen Moody of the Richmond House of Prayer in Richmond, Kentucky. You're invited to join us each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for an anointed full-length message from Pastor Moody. After the message, we'll be back to let you know how you can contact us. On this podcast, Pastor Moody brings us a message entitled, Speaking Faith to Salvation. His scripture text will be taken from the book of Romans, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Here now, Pastor Moody. I want to go right to the Word of God, and I want to read you some scripture from Romans chapter 10, and then just maybe preach a little, uh, just a little impromptu message tonight. I feel God stirred my heart with earlier, uh, just a matter of fact, last night, and then we, we've been looking at it today. Paul is writing to the church at Rome, and uh, understand these are Gentiles who've been converted. And when Paul's writing to them, here's what he said. He says, Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Now think of that. He's talking about the nation that gave us the Bible, the nation that God delivered Christ through. And he says, I'm praying for them to be saved. They're not saved. For I bear them record. Watch this. I I honor them that they have a zeal of God. They want God, but not according to knowledge, not according to the Word of God. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, are going about to establish their own righteousness and have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Said, for Christ is the end of the law. They're still trying to hold on to that law. For righteousness to, for Christ is the end of the law, for righteousness to everyone that believes. That means he fulfills the law. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man that does those things, he has to live by them. If you you aspire to that law, you have to live by it. You have to keep it. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend to heaven, that is to bring Jesus back down here. Amen. Bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep, into the grave. That is to bring Christ again from the dead. Then he says, but what sayest it? What's, what's the Bible teach? The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Oh my goodness. Verse number nine, that if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. Hear this. With the heart man believes. You know, a lot of people believe in their head. I heard one old preacher say many years ago, a lot of people are going to miss heaven by about 18 inches. They got it in their head, but not in their heart. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I want to just talk to you a little bit tonight about what he says here that uh, in verse number nine, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth 
confession is made unto salvation. I want to just, uh, you know, you hear a lot about speaking faith, and we need to do that. But I want to talk to you a little bit tonight about speaking faith to salvation or unto salvation. Paul, as I said, is writing to the Romans here, and he's letting them understand the fact that his own people, that Israel had, had rejected the salvation which is through faith. They had rejected the idea that God had made and provided everything for them that they needed to be saved. And he goes on and says, my, my desire for them is that they might be saved. And, and, and trust me, they, they've got a zeal for God, but it's not according to the knowledge of God's word. And uh, he said, for they're ignorant of God's righteousness, and they're going about trying to establish their own. They're trying to do it in their own way. And uh, I heard somebody recently, a preacher, saying that he visited Frank Sinatra's grave. And he said, you know, it was a tribute to his singing career. And he said, you might have thought that on his grave would have been the words to the song, I did it my way, because he was famous for that, along with Elvis Presley, that was famous for singing, I did it my way. And I think that could be the anthem of a lot of people trying to live for God today. The problem is they're singing, I do it my way. And friend, your way does not please God. Hebrews 11 and 6, this is a way of faith. Hebrews 11 and 6 said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. When I started to think about this, I thought, you know, that there are so many things that are going on in our world today that are troubling things. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're seeing that uh, the end is approaching. I really believe that. I believe Jesus is coming. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people are questioning about things that are going on that, that are fulfilling prophecy. And how can we know when it's the time of the coming of the Lord? The Bible said in Luke chapter 21, verse number 29, that Jesus spoke unto them a parable and said, Behold the fig tree and all the trees. And uh, then he said, when they, uh, when they now shoot forth, begin to, begin to blood, uh, bud, he said, you see and know of your own self that summer is nigh at hand. We watch the seasons change. We can tell now by the fact that the leaves are gone. They're falling, they're turning and falling, that we're approaching a time of the cold death of winter. So likewise, when you see trees begin to bud, you know that summer's coming. So then he goes on and says, so likewise, when you see these things come to pass, you know that the kingdom of God is nigh, it's even at hand. It's right here. We're standing today. I believe God is standing at the very threshold of heaven. We're standing at the door, amen, of the rapture of the church and of the, of the, then the coming tribulation that's coming upon the earth. I know that there's a lot of people today that are, you know, they're in a frenzy over the election and over the outcome. And I, I think politics are important. Can I say that? I, I think they're important to us in America because we have a, a, a you know, a, basically a two-party system. And our founders understood that men could be nominated and run for office. And the idea is that each person gets one vote and, and, and whoever the majority votes, and, you know, that, that should be the person that represents them and whatever office it is that they were running for. And so you and I understand that today that we elect people to office to be our representatives, to be those that, that minister on our behalf. You know, it's sort of like 
uh, being the pastor of the church, God puts men in, uh, in place in the, in the house of God, men and women in, in positions of ministry. And their, their, their function is to minister to the people. You know, you, uh, it's a really a twofold function. You stand and minister to the people what God gives you. And then you turn around and minister to God concerning the needs of the people. And you, you, you kind of, you're a, a go-between. Amen. I'm, listen, I'm not talking about some, some priest that I'm here to tell you that, that every man, woman that's in ministry, they're, they, they're, they represent the Lord to the people. And then it should be our lot to represent the people to God. And so all of a sudden, we're standing today in a time of so much upheaval and so many things that are going on. And Jesus said, I mean, you could you could know when you see things begin to happen that uh, that uh, you know it's right at the door. You know that's that's a phrase that God uses to make us you know us simple-minded humans understand what's going on. You know that phrase uh, at the door. God used that in Genesis chapter four. And verse number seven, uh, amen, when he was talking to Cain just before he slew his brother. And he said, why are you so upset? And why is your countenance falling? Why are you angry? Verse number seven, he said, if you do right, if you do well, shall you not be accepted? And, uh, and if, listen, and he said, if you do not well, here's what he says, sin lies at the door. I, I want to tell you something, folks. It's not my way. I can't do it my way. It's God's way. If I don't do what God requires and what God expects, and if I don't surrender my heart to Jesus and make him Lord of my life, uh, listen, it doesn't matter how good, how many good works you do, how philanthropic you might be. It doesn't matter what you might give to the poor. You know, I, I was over in the book of Acts in chapter 9, I believe it is. There's a man by the name of Cornelius, and the Bible said that he prayed all the time, and he gave a lot of money, and yet he wasn't saved. So God spoke to him and said, send down to Joppa and Simon Peter's down there in the house of Simon Tanner. And here's what God said, send for him and bring him back and he'll tell you what you must do. And what did Peter do? He came and preached Christ to them and accept Jesus and, and God sent his son to die for you. And while he was preaching, the Bible said the Holy Spirit fell on them and they began to speak in tongues. And you know why? He accepted what Jesus and what Peter was preaching to him and he accepted Christ. When I begin to think like this, if all these things are right at the door and, and God begins to, you know, he, he begins to speak concerning Israel through Paul and he said they're trying to do their own righteousness and, and he said Moses described the righteousness which is of the law that, that, that they lived under and if you do that, you, if you espouse that, you've got to live by it. You've got to try to keep that law. If you think you could work your way into heaven, friend, listen, you can work to your <clears throat> work your brains out and fall over, and that's still not what God wants. And and you might say, you know, well, if it, he 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 gives this this uh, ridiculous uh, analogy that that if you could go up to heaven and bring Jesus back down, or if you could go into the grave and raise him up, I mean, he's already raised up. Hallelujah. That's what he was saying. Jesus died for you. And, uh, and, and he was buried, but can I tell you, he's not in the grave. 
He got up, glory to God, and he ascended back to heaven. And, and I don't need Jesus to, to come back and, and walk here and preach again and do miracles again. And dim, all, all I need to do is believe with my heart. It's the, the word of faith, he said, is nigh you. It's in your mouth. And just like the, these things that are going on, Jesus said, the end time things, they're right at the door. And, and God said to, uh, to Cain, sin is at the door. And, and can I tell you everything that's going on around us there's a remedy to it and that's for you to speak the word of faith what God says to you if you believe it with your heart and speak it amen with your mouth the Bible said you shall be saved Jesus said this in John chapter 10 I love John chapter 10 it's one of my favorite chapters in the Bible and in verse number 7 Jesus said to them again verily I say unto you I am the door of the sheep. Amen. I'm the way you go in and out. All that ever came before me, listen, are thieves and robbers. Amen. And the, but the sheep, those that God has called, they wouldn't listen, you know, to the occults and, and all the things that are going up and down the sidewalk and knocking on people's door and trying to lead them away from Christ. Amen. The sheep would not hear them. He said, I am the door in verse number nine. If any man by me enter in, he shall be saved. Isn't that great? I, I, it, that's the gospel. I don't need, you know, another book to add to that. And, and trust me, I've got hundreds of books and I've, and I've studied theology and, and, I, and, I, and I try to get myself as deep into the knowledge of God as I can. But the reality is, as long as I know Jesus, as long as I understand that he's the door and if any man enters in, he'll be saved and he'll go in and out and he'll find pastor. I found, I've, I've found that Jesus in his name, thank God, I've found everything Thing that I've ever needed in my life. Glory to God. You know, all of us can tell of our failures. <clears throat> all of us can tell of the things that we've done that have disappointed God. Amen. And Jesus, you know, in Luke 21, I was, I was reading that to you, and uh, he said, when you see the budding of the trees, when you see the signs unfolding, amen. Listen, I, I felt like the word the Lord put a word in my spirit the other night because Jesus said it like this in Matthew 24 and 33. And, he's, and really it's another accounting of the same thing. But he said, so likewise, when you shall see these things, know that it's near. Listen to how he says it. Even at the door. It's at the, folk, we're at the door, amen, of something about to shift over our country over our world. Are you hearing me? And, and I'm not talking about political changes. They're, those are inevitable. Look at me. I'm gray-headed. I've been around a long time. I've been around this old world 68 years. And uh, I meant this afternoon, I thought I need to count how many presidents that uh, I've lived through. And it's been a bunch of them. Are you hearing me? I think Truman was president when I was born. So y'all go figure that one out. And uh, uh, I, I, when I begin to think about that, you know, presidents have come and gone. I've seen senators come and go and congressmen come and go and governors come and go. And I've seen politics change. I've seen things shift politically in the nation. But you hear this preacher, there's never been a politician save a man's soul. And there never will be. And I want to tell you, when Jesus began 
uh, uh, to speak, amen, concerning uh, you know, about the end time things. He said, you, you can know there'll come a time when you can look at it and say it's happening, amen. Uh, you know, when, he said, when, when, the, when you see the budding of the fig tree, when Israel becomes a nation, this generation will not pass, amen, till these things come to pass. And in 1948, Israel become a nation. Are you hearing me? And there are many, many, plenty of people today who were alive when that took place. And that was a little bit before my time. And, and uh, uh, many people still today that were alive that seen that. And that generation's not going to be gone, the scripture says, until we see the coming of the Lord. And, and we're seeing today a time that God said that Israel, the majority of the Jewish people, would be gathered back into the uh, into the land of Israel and they're there are you hearing me I mean our generation has watched you know uh, in 1948 the declaration they started together back in in 1967 the six day war amen when they recaptured the old city and I, and I could just go on and on and and the times that the enemy have tried to destroy Israel in 1970. Two, I got drafted in the army, and we were still involved in the Vietnam War. And I thought most of, a, of, of our young men—that's where they went. I thought I'd go, but I didn't. But I was in a in a company, and I won't I'll go into a lot of that. The, the 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 job that I had in the military, but where I was at, I was in Missouri, and I was stationed on a post. And and when the Yom Kippur War broke out in 1973, that's when Syria, on the Day of Atonement, that's what Yom Kippur means. When they the most holy day in Israel. They invaded the land. I'm going to tell you something. Three times our unit was called up and put on standby, packed our bags, strapped on our weapons, and we were getting ready, sitting at the airport, waiting for the orders from then President Nixon to fly to Israel and, and to go there to their defense. And, and uh, we've watched as, as nation after nation and, and, and despot after despot. Can I say it? And the Soviets and, the, and some of the others have tried to destroy Israel. But God said they're in the land and he said the desert will bloom like a garden. Listen, if you've never been to Israel you ought to take you a trip over there. That's one of the most beautiful places and, and uh, uh, back before they moved back into that land. I think it was Will Rogers that went there when it was still called Palestine and he scratched his head and looked at it and said, I don't know why anybody would want to come here. He said a tumbleweed couldn't even survive in this place, but now it's one of the most beautiful places and the hype of fruit that you buy in the grocery store comes from Israel and they feed much of the world and God is blessing those. I'm going to tell you, it's nigh. It's even at the door and God has Israel there and things are set up for the battle of Armageddon but before it happens you hear me the church is going to be raptured the world is going through the tribulation it's nigh even at the door but there's a word that you can speak and God said it like this that amen what shall we say in verse number 8 of Romans 10? The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. And that word of faith is that if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. Amen. You know, this is a day when people will say anything. They, they, the Bible said that there'd come a day when they'd speak evil of dignitaries. 
and uh, men that God had put in authority over us and, and people in places that are there to, you know, the government's not an enemy. The Bible said they're there to be a minister to you. But we're living in a time when people will speak ungodly things about each other. This political season, we've just, thank, you know, thank God come through. I'm, I'm, the one thing I'm glad about about the election is I don't have to watch any more of those slanderous uh, uh, political ads anymore. Are you hearing me? And, uh, and Jesus said this in, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 31. He said, I say to you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven men. But if you blaspheme against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven unto men. There's no forgiveness. And whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, Jesus, it'll be forgiven him. Whoever speaks against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. Are you hearing me? And uh, so I want to tell you that you and I need to understand that the Scripture goes on and says uh, that uh, no matter what, you, it says you either make the tree good and his fruit good or else you make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt for the tree is known by his fruit. I want you to listen to what he says. Oh generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. And a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. An evil man brings forth evil things out of his of the evil treasure of his heart, he brings forth evil things. But I say unto you, every idle word that man shall speak, they'll give an account thereof in the day of judgment. Here's the scripture I want you to hear. For by your words you're justified, and by your words you're condemned. I want to tell you, it doesn't do us any good to run around slandering and running each other down. I, I'd like to say to all the politicians that would listen, why don't you get a hold of God? Why don't you speak faith over our nation? Why don't you begin to declare over our land that we're going to be the head, not the tail? Why don't you begin to speak that our people are going to be blessed? They're going to be blessed in the cities. They're going to be blessed in the country. They're going to be blessed no matter if they're on the East Coast, the West Coast, or, or in all that land in between. Hey, we, we need some people people that know God, that can speak faith over our nation, speak Christ to a dying nation, and speak faith unto salvation, that people might find their way to believe with their heart and confess with their mouth and be saved. Oh, praise God. Can I tell you our time's about coming and going, but I, I remember, amen, it, for me it's been a long time ago, 40, oh, well over 40 years, 42 years or so or more ago that one night at an altar of prayer in a little church, I knelt down a sinner boy lost without God. And I'll never forget it. There's a little sister. She's in heaven now. I believe with all my heart. Knelt on the one side of me and another brother. He's in heaven now too, I believe, with all my heart. And, and uh, the little sister said, Brother Owen, said, or they called me Brother Owen. She said, Owen, said, just pray. And I'll never forget. I said, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I was a sinner. I've done bad. I said, I don't know what I'm even supposed to say. And they said, let us help you and they told me you just believe on Christ you confess him that he's the son of God virgin born lived sinless died on a cross buried rose again the third day and he's alive and he's waiting to save you if you didn't believe that you can speak that and God will save you and you know what I did I said Jesus I believe with all my heart you're the son of God you died for me you paid for my sin you're alive today Lord save me that's all I really needed to say and he did thank God because I spoke something positive into the realm of the heavens when I said Jesus come into my life. Listen folk today uh, I don't know all the answers 
And I don't know anybody else that does. But I know this, soon and very soon, Christ is coming. And it's nigh, it's even at the door. And you don't know what to do or how to handle it. People say, what shall we do? The word is nigh thee. It's even in your mouth. Begin to speak faith and begin to say, God, I'm believing you to turn our nation around. I'm believing you, God, to turn my situation around. I'm believing you to save my family. I'm believing you to help me financially. I'm believing you, God, to help me out from under the pressure I'm under. God, I trust Jesus. He's the son of God. He died and rose again. Can't nothing stop him. Hallelujah. He's the door to the sheep. He's at the door. He's waiting. He said in Revelation 3.20, believe, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and, and open, I'll come in and we'll have fellowship together. I'm here to tell you that God loves you. And no matter what you're going through and how bad things may look, if you can speak faith and trust Christ, amen, you can enter into salvation tonight. Father, we love you. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the word of God. And I pray tonight that that sinner person man, woman, boy, or girl, whoever they are that's watching tonight that doesn't know Jesus, they've been wanting to get right with God. They've tried joining church. They've tried being baptized. They've followed this group. They've followed that group. But God, I've come here tonight to tell them, and I want you to speak it to their heart that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come to the Father but by him. And if they'll believe that with their heart and confess it with their mouth, you have promised that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall not be ashamed. They will be saved. I tell you, I believe God's word is going out like bolts of light right now and touching people's hearts who are in darkness. I seem like in this sanctuary, I can see light flying around. Glory to the Lamb. You, you may not understand that, but I'm just telling you, I believe God's doing something. I believe God's doing something tonight. Will you speak faith right now and say, I believe Jesus. I take Christ. I claim him as my Savior. If you did, Send us a message on Facebook or call us at 859-623-8922. And if you get the machine, leave us a message. We'll get back to you. I tell you, I believe darkness is fleeing. My Lord, I see things going on in the heavenly. Glory to God. You might say that old man's lost his mind. I don't care what you think. I'm telling you, I see things happening. There's bolts of light that are flying out. Tonight, touching somebody's life. Speak to Jesus, son. Speak to Jesus, whoever you are and God will save you. Amen. And set our hearts on you. Lord, come and we hope you enjoyed today's message and we'll tune in again next time. Raising the Standard is the media ministry of the Richmond House of Prayer in Richmond, Kentucky. For more information on the various outreaches and ministries of the Richmond House of Prayer, please visit our website at www.rhop.life. Thanks for listening.